Hey, everybody. Thanks for being with us. We are delighted. It is uh, one of our very favorite authors. It's the book birthday of her book called The Diamond Eye. New York Times bestselling author Kate Quinn is joining us for another edition of the Lori and Julia Book Club. Thank you, Kate, for being with us. Oh, thank you so much for having me. We love your books. You know, The Huntress, The Alice Code, we, or The Alice Network. We last talked to you about The Rose Code and The Diamond Eye. Once again, you're just an incredible storyteller, and congratulations. Well, thank you. I'm so glad you enjoyed it. Um, this book was very much my pandemic book. It was a tough one to write in a lot of ways, but I'm so pleased to see it hit shelves today. Yes, I'm so glad. So will you give people the setup of the Diamond Eye? Well, in essence, it is a World War II novel about the very real-life heroine, a Ukrainian single mother, graduate student, and aspiring historian who ended up becoming uh, not just the most famous and effective female sniper in World War II, but uh, in history when she took up a rifle to defend her country when Hitler invaded. And... This story ended up being a lot more timely than I really had in mind, you know, when I first started to write it, considering what we are seeing of Ukraine and Ukraine's defenders in the news today. Oh, absolutely. And Kate, I mean, how did you in the first place even learn about, you know, come across this story, this, the, the, you know, the character of, I mean, the person, but just the life story of this uh, Ludmilla lady death? Well, it was when I was first researching uh, my book, The Huntress, which had an entire plot line that centered around the Night Witches, which was the all-female regiment of night bomber pilots that flew against Hitler's Eastern Front. And when I was researching them, I happened to be finding all these other articles about Soviet women war heroines, including Lyudmila Pavlichenko, who you know later earned the nickname of Lady Death. And that's because... The uh, Soviet Union was the only allied nation that officially allowed women in combat. So suddenly all these articles were crossing my you know, timeline, my feed, my, my research about you know, women pilots, about women fighter pilots, women tank drivers, and women snipers, of whom Ludmilla was one. So as soon as I learned about her story, I realized I have to write this. It's just, I have to. It's too good to miss. So I tucked it in my back pocket, and then I wrote the Rose Code first, and then I thought, I think it's time to write Lady Death's story now. It, it, I mean, really, and, and the Huntress, I mean, I think that was the first time that I had ever realized that Russia, you know, that they had 5% of the military in World War II were women, and that they were, they were so amazing. And it is I, irony of ironies that they've been, Russia has invaded Ukraine, where Ludmilla was from Kiev, and everything that's going on, um, and and I wonder how much uh, like do Russian people know even about their history there? Well, it's one of those things that I really really have loved to see is how much Ukraine has embraced Ludmilla Pavlichenko as a national heroine of their own. Uh, it's something that I, I'm very delighted to see because she did fight for the Red Army because at that point in history. Ukraine was part of the Soviet Union, but every time you see a, an article about Lyudmila online and if she is described as a Russian female sniper, you will always see someone comment very quickly, she was Ukrainian, mm. and she mm. was. You know, All of her fighting was in defense of Ukrainian people on Ukrainian soil, and she, I have absolutely no doubt, would be fighting to defend Ukraine today if she were still alive. 
Well, that's such a, like right. like you said, so timely that just that you're able to share this story at a moment when people are paying attention um, for obvious reason. Uh, can I just ask, too, from uh, just like a research standpoint, was a lot of this information available in English? Or, I mean, how did you... How did you do, you know, that research work to find uh, details that maybe not the average person would come across? Well, I was really very lucky with this book because uh, Ludmilla wrote her memoirs later in life, and which are absolutely fascinating read. And those memoirs have been translated mm. to English in a wonderful translation. So I was able to read her words in, you know, her words, her experiences in her own way, and I was able to read that in English and really. That was just about the best source any reader could ask for because she wanted her story told. And I was able to, you know, learn what it was like to be part of that fight and what was the toll that it took on her in her own words. And I can't think of any better source for any writer to have. Yeah, that's true. That's cool. And you know what, though, Kate, you really do. Okay, you you do take you take something that is real, but your imagination is so rich in how you create all the other characters and make something that your books are never dull. They're never dusty. They're like edge of your seat. I mean, I don't know how you do it, but your imagination and storytelling um, delights us because it's just a joy to read your books. Oh, well, thank you very much for that. Although I really do feel like Ludmilla's story needed very little embellishment because it was so incredible just standing on its own. I mean, just just the fact that she not only had this incredible war record defending her country, but then she came to the United States and really became America's sweetheart in the public eye. You know, although she did have to deal with a certain amount of, you know, a lot of idiotic, very sexist questions from the press asking about her makeup mm-hmm. routines and her skirt length. Some things have not changed for women, certainly. Right. She did have this incredible time in the United States and she became friends with Eleanor Roosevelt. And these are all things that are so incredible. I would not have dared to make them up as a novelist. I was going to say, sometimes the truth is really, you know, stranger than (laughs) the the saying goes, you know, stranger than fiction. So in that way, that was probably somewhat easy for you. But it's got to be hard to 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 find what the story is going to be within all of those great stories that are a part of her life. And really what it came down to for as the essence of her story in the way that I decided to finally tell it is that it is about a woman who is, you know, has embraced perfectionism as a way to stay alive. You know, any sniper is a perfectionist because, you know, you're literally dealing with a matter of inches, centimeters, millimeters is the difference Mm -hmm. between life and death. But the thing is, it it works on a larger level because women in general, I think, have a, a real problem with the fact that we are so hard on ourselves we embrace perfectionism we think we cannot ever fail and so this is the way in which even the average woman can feel a kinship with Ludmilla who navigates her entire life by I cannot fail I cannot miss I cannot ever ever make a mistake and that makes her a great soldier but it makes her personal life rather difficult and that's a valuable lesson she has to learn and indeed I think all women are Great many women have to learn, myself included. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I wish Ludmilla, I wish, I, I'm hoping secretly there's a, an, a Ludmilla somewhere lurking around uh, Putin somewhere with these skills. <laughs> because, <laughs> I no, <do> seriously. <laughs> I, I mean, I do. He's just such a bad, dangerous man. He's, there's, you know, anyway, and maybe, maybe there is, and that's, we just don't know that story yep. yet. But, mm-hmm. um, 
What's happening, Kate, with your adaptation of the Alice Network? Well, the Alice Network has been uh, optioned for a mini series. Actually, so has the Rose Code and the Huntress. And I don't really have much more information than that at this point. I know they've all been options. I believe there's, you know, the search for, you know, streaming partners and screenwriters and so forth going on right now. But that's about all I know at this point. You know, uh, the COVID-19 has certainly locked down and slowed down the Hollywood process just as it has locked down and slowed down much of the rest of life. Yeah. And, and did women ended up end up optioning it, uh, any of these books? Uh, yes, it was a woman who optioned the Alice Network and also the Huntress. And then for the Rose Code, team that adopted uh, option the rose code was the same production company that was behind the film the imitation game which makes me very mm. happy indeed a very and and that that the rose code for people who are listening and haven't read it yet it was about the code breakers um that worked in world war ii um breaking you know the the nazi the enigma code and mm. all kinds of you know japanese that was just fascinating oh thank you very much it's a wonderful piece of history yeah, it it really is. And something, I mean, that's why we just absolutely adore you. And we really are honored that you are with us, um, you know, on the book birthday of the Diamond Eye. And we're so happy to have, you know, you on our show. And I'm just so grateful that uh, even though, you know, I've read several books now from some authors that have written during, you know, during 2020 and 2021. And just they all have written amazing books, even though everyone in their acknowledgments have said what a you know, hard time it was writing it during this time. Well, I honestly think, uh, for me anyway, it was hard to write, but at the same time, it was also an escape. Because mm -hmm. I drafted The Diamond Eye, the rough draft, in about three and a half months flat. And that wow. is fast for me. Wow. And I honestly believe my muse, you know, because this was, took one look at the world around her. I mean, because this was about October through January of uh, 2020 and 2021. Mm -hmm. So we're looking at the pandemic, the lockdown, vaccines are nowhere near in sight, the election, the fallout from the mm -hmm. election, the insurrection. I honestly think my muse took one look at the world outside and said, I need a break. I need a vacation. <laughs> I want to go somewhere calming and relaxing and soothing. How about the World War II Eastern Front? That sounds great. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but we're all grateful. <laughs> we are. So I honestly Kate. think that's how it got written so fast, is my muse just oh. wanted to escape, and she dove into Ludmilla's world and just stayed there. Well, that is lucky for us. And what is the best way? I know you're on Twitter at Kate Quinn, but for people who are interested in maybe book appearances that you might be doing, do you, where's the best place that you like people to find you or contact you? Well, you can always find me on my website, uh, katequinnauthor.com. Uh, and I always have, uh, I have an events page there if you want to look up where I'm going to be appearing uh, virtually or in person. You can also uh, sign up there if you have a book club and you're reading one of my books. I do try to talk, uh, zoom in or call into book clubs. So you can find uh, information there about how to check with me about that. But you can also find Thank me on you. Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook, generally procrastinating okay. from my word count. <laughs> It's so easy to Kate, do. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. So much. The book is The uh, Diamond Eye by Kate Quinn. Just wonderful to have you. And I hope you sell a lot of books. And I hope people support their local bookstores. Yes, go buy a copy at your local independent bookstore. We love indies and we want to support them. And thank you guys so much for having me on with you to celebrate my book launch. It's such a wonderful way to get started. 
Thank you. Thank you. All right. Best of luck. And we'll talk to you when uh, your next book, which I'm sure I'm sure you probably already have the idea. So we look forward to that. All right. I look forward to talking to you then. Okay. Talk to you later. All right. Listen. Oh, that was so fun. Um, Bradley, thank you. You were you're very good with an author. Oh, good questions. Thank you. I'm actually really excited. I didn't want to tell her I hadn't read the book because, you know, I'm just showing up here. But um, right. I'm I'm excited because this this is like right up my alley. I love love um, historical non or historical fiction. So well, she's the queen. I'm very very excited. Do you have a fiction. recommendation for which I what book I should start with? It it doesn't matter. I would. Okay. I mean, Diamond. I, her other books are out in paperback, or you might be able to get them through the library. The Alice Network is about it's about the women in France who. Um, help the underground get people smuggle people over into spain you know going through portugal through the pyrenees mountains so that's really all of her books are good rose code is like i said about breaking the german and japanese you know codes and then um we're talking about kate quinn the historical fiction uh author and then um the huntress is about the russian women who flew fighter uh, planes oh, and okay. they, you know, they flew at night. I mean, danger. I mean, just fascinating. Any of her books, you could pick up any of them. And if you love historical fiction, I think she's the queen of it. Awesome. Well, I'm going to add them to my list because I love, add I just love learning list. stories about things that you, you know, like you think you know everything about World War II and then you realize oh. you don't. So. She tells all of the stories of women, and there's so many different stories. And Grant, were people excited to get the book? Yeah, Patty and Martha both were very excited to get the book. I so. almost fought them for it. So. Yeah, congratulations <laughs> to both Patty and Martha. And thanks for listening and calling in. We the, the phones were ringing off the hooks, and in fact, the last person just hung up, so they were excited to get their hands on this book. Yeah, yeah, she just, she tells, I don't know, she, they, they read like fiction, but they're true, true stories. So that's just... When when it doesn't feel dry or dusty, and I didn't want to ask, you know, didn't want to have her tell how many people Ludmilla, Doctor Death, as her name was, um, uh, killed as a sniper in World War II, because I want people to read the book. Yeah, yeah.